Welcome, I'm Amy Kelly, also known as the Ish Girl. What's an Ish Girl? She's someone who has humorous grace with herself after discovering she's messed up or flaked out again. Something that comes in handy if you're working with or raising middle schoolers. A former middle school teacher and mom to two teens of my own, I know the hair pulling, heart filling, crazy making, and joy filled experiences that come with teens. I created the In the Middle of It podcast for teachers and parents just like you who want to support and impact the teens in your life. Each week, I'll be sharing stories and strategies to encourage and equip you so that you can truly become the grown up your teens remember, a meaningful mentor who helped them find their way. Well, hey there, I just want to welcome you to In the Middle of It and let you know that I am so glad to be hanging out with you. Today, I am sharing part three of a four-part series that I've been doing with my good friend, Carolyn Gardner. We're talking about what it's going to look like as our teens reintegrate into in-person school and life this fall. Now, the two of us have some pretty definite opinions on this, so buckle up for the ride. If you've been with me for the first two episodes in this series, you'll already know that Carolyn is a former elementary school teacher with 20 years of experience under her belt. Right now, she is an entrepreneur who helps other entrepreneurs with their digital content and curriculum, which is how I know her because I found her Again, I feel like I hit the jackpot with that when I was looking for someone to help me with my content and my online classes and curriculum. So I am just so excited to get to share her with you. I think we've both just been really blown away by how similar and parallel our message is me with mine for older kids, middle schoolers and high schoolers, teens in general, and her for elementary school kids. So I am going to stop talking about her and let you meet her yourself. Without further ado, let's jump in. Okay, I am excited to welcome Carolyn Gardner back with us today. If you caught the last episode, you'll know that she was with me and we were talking about social emotional learning. And that is really where one of her expertise lies, right? She's got many, many, and (laughs) I'm just so grateful that she is able to join me today because we're going to be talking about what it looks like for all of us, including our teens, to step forward into kind of a new normal and what things are going to look like as the pandemic lessens and as more and more things are opening up, particularly schools and more social situations, um, what that is going to look like for our teens, because I think it can be really easy. And I think Carolyn, you and I have talked about this. It could be really easy to just think, okay, we're just going to go back to the way things were. Right. But I think that that is doing us all a disservice because we have all experienced trauma, really like a collective trauma, number one. And then individually, there've been all kinds of um, losses and anxieties and grief that we've had to process and go through. So stepping back into things, we're not the same people that we were before. No, we aren't. Yeah. So, so really what, how we can be self-aware, like we talked about Mm -hmm. last week with social emotional learning, how we can be self-aware in that and what we might be um, keeping an eye out for, I would say, and then how we can model and help our teens go through the same process. So let's start with kind of our circumstances. I know that everybody has had a different 
circumstance, depending on where you live or um, how old your kids are and things like that. I think that there has been um, virtual learning that has been live. There's been asynchronous learning. So Carolyn, share with me, I know you have a younger son and, um, and then also you, you still kind of have a foot up, I'm sure a little bit in the world of education, having been an elementary school teacher for 20 years. So, and you're in New Jersey. So kind of talk to me about what y'all's experience has been. You can hear my taxes, (laughs) (laughs) y'all. Well, we um, here, and yes, I appreciate that comment. Um, Just like life, everybody's had their own pandemic experience. And I think this particular year kind of held a lot of changes, maybe even along the way. I have friends um, around the U.S. who've had different experiences with their kids with school. Um, here where we are, it was mainly virtual or hybrid of some sort. So they were either virtual the whole time or they gradually started going back in person more and more or they stayed virtual. I made the decision to not overcomplicate my life on purpose (laughs) (laughs) and not because I had been a teacher in the past, but just based on our needing flexibility and in our family, I made a decision to homeschool Um, just for this year. I mean, just to fit it in with everything else that was going on. So he's been home the same way that kids going full virtual have been home. And I think that it would be a mistake to just say, okay, so school's going, opening back up and let's get back into our routine because so many of them, you know, I've witnessed things just, and parents, we've talked about things, you know, how it's just been hard for them. And then, you know, you and I spoke about how it had been hard for the teens and all of us that have been juggling, trying to work and experiencing our stress of, of working while trying to help our kids learn and Teachers, you know, are, you know, I'm always a teacher, you know, I I will Mm -hmm. always consider myself one actively or, you know, whatever, you know, having a heart for what they're experiencing and trying to teach a lot of them teaching while they're teaching their own. So everybody's had, like you said, I, I don't think it's, I think it's the proper use of the word to say that everybody's had their own level of trauma. We don't know if people have lost loved ones. Um, there's things that have happened. They're just been you know, emotional losses, missed experiences, um, to not acknowledge that. And I'm not saying that people aren't, but to just kind of go into this next year, maybe relieved that we can maybe potentially get back into a normal routine and not acknowledge those things, in my opinion, would be a mistake. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. And I think that's why we talked about actually having this episode on the podcast, Carolyn, as I've mentioned before in the introduction and in the last episode is I would call you my podcast manager basically (laughs) because you help me with the content and and provide me amazing outlines and, and um, feedback and, and lots of good brainstorming. But I would say, yeah, it would be a big mistake, not just for our teens, but for ourselves as well. I think the tendency can, can be you know, we have all these things that we have to get done. And, mm-hmm. and for us as adults, they are have tos, like we have to pay the rent and, you know, we have to pay mm-hmm. bills. We have to get things done. I think though, again, it would be in our best interest to maybe pause a little bit, use some of the things we talked about in the last episode, like journaling and, and really kind of processing how we're feeling before just jumping in. Because I think 
that could lead to further trauma. I, I don't want to be super dramatic or anything, but I, I just, I think that not acknowledging those things can lead to bigger issues in the long term. And so, yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. And if, if I don't think it's over dramatic, but if we wanted to make it less dramatic, you know, just to say we need to build a foundation for, for the year. Yes. Um, that's, that's, acknowledging what we've been through. And, you know, I'm like a big, uh, seven habits fan, Stephen Stephen Covey. Covey, And, you know, I always think about, you know, his, his quote about, you know, fast is slow and slow is fast. Meaning, you know, if you're going to run into things quickly, um, it'll actually end up slowing you down. But if you take a slow start and you build this community and the, and the space for these conversations and you take the time for that before you really delve into, oh no, I think that the kids might be a little behind and we got to do all this catching up, you know, those things will come. Mm-hmm. They will be okay. You know, um, I would just like to really, you know, encourage people and validate them that I, I get your concerns but, you know, everybody's been doing the best they can in the midst of a pandemic. And it's okay to take our time and rebuild right now by, by putting everybody's emotional well-being first. It doesn't mean that we're going to take months out of the curriculum even. It, um, what that looks like is something that we can talk about where you can tuck it in and, and not really sacrifice as much time as some people might think. Right. And, and going back to your fast is slow and slow is Mm -hmm. fast. I, I think that is so true with teens and I'm sure younger kids, especially Mm -hmm. because if you don't address those social emotional things, then the learning isn't going to happen the way that you want it Mm -hmm. to happen because they're carrying all of it. And so if you haven't processed those things that are going on internally, it's hard to absorb external information that's coming at you. Right. And skills and and things. And I know that you talk about, you know, other environments besides school, you know, sometimes we take for granted that we can say to our own children, you know, this is your safe space to experience your emotions. You know, we can create those times as families or, you know, youth groups or, you know, any, any place coaches where any place where things used to look a certain way and then they looked another way. And now we're trying to make them look the same (laughs) again. You can take those conversations because we're building community is really the bottom line of it. A a community where everybody feels safe. Yes. Participate in whatever it is. Exactly. Exactly. So I would say just like we talked about in the last episode, this has to start with us doing Mm -hmm. it. Yeah. ourselves. Right. And really identifying that. And I know, I, I think I mentioned this in the last episode. I think one of the things that has shocked me as someone who very much is an extrovert in the sense of getting energy from other people, being around other people, mm-hmm. whereas I would say my husband is more of an introvert. So he gets mm-hmm. his energy from being here at home. I mm-hmm. feel like this past year has kind of switched my signals a little bit. <laughs> and so yeah. now when I've gone out the, the couple of times that I have and been in, you know, not like the grocery store or anything like that, but for instance, my daughter, her band banquet at the end of the year, they had it outside. It was socially distanced and all that kind of stuff, but it was people I was interacting with more of kind of party type feeling. And I was so drained and anxious yeah. by the end of it yeah. 
that I really had to stop and sit with that. Like, what is going on? Is there something wrong? And then I just, you know, obviously came to the conclusion, like, it's because I've been at home by myself (laughs) with just our family for over a year now. And so it's just going to be a transition and really trying to look at that. And I would add to that too, um, having grace with yourself in the sense of maybe it's a permanent change. Maybe this is just one of the ways that you have been impacted. One of the ways I've been impacted by, you know, the whole experience and, and letting that be okay. And I think again, going back to our teens, not keeping them pigeonholed necessarily in the same box that they were in before the pandemic, Mm -hmm. but really giving them to the space to kind of think about and explore, okay, how have I been changed? How has this made me different? Well, and I I guess one of the things that I think might be on people's minds is, all right, so that sounds great, but where can I tuck that in? Like, okay. Right. If I'm a teacher, how do I do that? And I just wanted to just acknowledge after what you just said, let's say that you're a teacher um, and um, you just take a couple of minutes to share what you just shared and say, you know, Ah. I'm so happy to see you all. Um, I have to be honest. It's an adjustment. I've been teaching in front of a screen for the last year and, and I'm finding myself feeling really tired. How are you guys feeling? You know, boom. And that could take you five minutes. Right. It's not like we're talking about, you know, just spending a whole day on, on checking in on everybody's feelings. You know what I mean? It's yeah. just taking the time and, and acknowledging and that's modeling what you just did. Right. And it's something that you can do there. It's something you can do at home. Like, you know, I'm really excited that we're going to be able to go to this birthday party, but I have to be honest, <laughs> I'm wondering about my own ability to talk to people. Right. We, we had that experience recently. And I understand that, you know, different states are at different points of opening up here. We're, we're still, we're still working on it. And um, so it's still, it feels like a lot to go out. Like I'm, I'm really adjusting still. Yeah. So, you know, it might be like talking to that friend, which I've done and saying, you know, I'm super excited to see you. <laughs> this is how I'm feeling right now. Just, you know, like I, just making that comfortable in our adult interactions too, because yeah. you're tired for a reason. You know, those who've had to go back to work, one of my friends was telling me she went from, you know, being at home to a super fast work schedule and she's exhausted all the time. Oh yeah. Understanding yeah. why that is, you know, these are the, these are the, the repercussions. Right. Well, and as a parent talking about, mm-hmm. Hey, do we even want to go back to the fast pace? Like, do we want to schedule? Do we Mm want to create a schedule that maybe is a little bit different and reflects more of a slower pace? Because I, we've really appreciated that all four of us have talked about here in our family, like going with a slower pace. Thank you again, Carolyn, for joining me for this super important discussion. So here are my questions for you, friend. What is your new normal going to look like? And how are you going to be intentional in helping your teen reintegrate? I would love for you to share your answers on Instagram with me and with Carolyn. So if you want to share, again, what your new normal is going to look like and how you're going to be intentional about helping your teen reintegrate, you can tag or DM me at 
at the Ish Girl Reads, or you can tag or DM Carolyn at at underscore Carolyn Gardner underscore. And I'll have links to those in my show notes, of course, as well. And you can find those at theishgirl.com forward slash EP124. And if you'd like to be in on the personal stories and behind the scenes info that I only share with subscribers, please be sure to sign up for my free weekly emails. You really don't want to miss those. And again, you can find that link again at theishgirl.com forward slash EP124, along with all the other resources that we've talked about in this episode. Okay, friends, thanks again for hanging out with me. It is such a privilege to share your time. And from an ish girl who is so excited about the new rolling whiteboard that I got for my office. Seriously, I am feeling all the teacher vibes. I'm so grateful to be in the middle of it together. (laughs) 